I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. There are a mere handful of tastemakers in the world of hip-hop culture, even less with a platform that is universally regarded as authentic, relevant, and impactful. With this mere handful, we learn what is whack, what is now, and what is next. Enter the newest personality into this rare air, Bootleg Kev. Kev, who is joined by co-host and comedian James Andre Jefferson Jr., and producer DJ Sam I Am host an entertaining and fun weekday program featuring authentic and hilarious conversations on the latest hot topics in pop culture, along with interviews with the biggest names in music and entertainment. The Bootleg Kev Show debuted in syndication via United Stations in March 2021, and thanks to a new syndication deal with Premier Networks, has a growing affiliate roster of more than 60 stations in major markets nationwide. Today, our guests are James Andre Jefferson Jr., and my dear friend, Bootleg Kev. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, James and Kev, how you doing today, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, first of all, we appreciate the introduction. I, we ain't never been introduced like that before, I'll tell you that. They <laughs> was saying we got some black and white dude, and you came in with the heat. I ain't <laughs> what word you was using, but we appreciate it, brother. Thank Listen, you, man. I got I got to do right by y'all. Listen, uh, we, you know, um, the funny story is I know that we're all kind of cut from the same cloth, but um, my hope is that this conversation will introduce you to a lot of folks that may not be uh, consistent listeners. And so um, I'm really proud of both of you and everything that you've done. But, you know, I already know the story here. Our listeners may not know the story. So let's do what we always do on this show. Let's we like to start our conversations at the beginning. So give a little bit about your background, where you grew up and sort of what led you to the career path you're on today. James, let's start with you and then Kev, you'll follow up. So I start, I got into, I got into entertainment very young. First time mm-hmm. I got on stage to do stand up comedy. I was 13 years old, about to turn 14. I was doing stand up comedy for five years. And then I got in, on the street team out here in L.A., um, at iHeartRadio, and um, I was on the street team longer than I should have been mm-hmm. for about like 12 years, actually. And then um, my social media, in in between that, started to pop up. I was making funny content, talking a lot of shit and whatnot. And um, at some point in time, 
the pandemic hits, I heart fires myself. They fired Kev. They fired Nico Blitz at the time. And we all just got together and we started our show and we was independent. Yes. Mm. Uh, now, now, just so you know, on the Black Information Network, we like to keep it as PG as we can. Oh. But <laughs> but but do you go off, <laughs> Kev? Let's get a little bit from you. My bad. Independent is AF. My bad. It's all good. It's all good, Kev. Uh, let's get a little bit of your background too. Uh, I'm from Phoenix. I've uh, been doing radio since oh five. Yeah, it was oh five. Oh five. Uh, it's been working my way up through the ranks. You know, been in uh, markets like Phoenix, uh, Tampa, Vegas, Boise. LA. Um, yeah. We, I mean, he pretty much said it. We launched the syndicated show. Um, it was just kind of an idea coming out of the pandemic. I had been sitting on the idea for a while, uh, kind of flirting with it. And uh, when we got let go from uh, iHeart uh, due to budget cuts and stuff, um, kind of just pushed me over the, the cliff to to uh, do what I've been doing all these years, but just do it in a way that's um, syndicatable for stations across the country that are dealing with the same issues that kind of led us to being unemployed. Um, sure. Radio stations are unfortunately revenue is down and they need talent, but they don't want to pay the talent. So that's where we come in. You know, yeah. we're a, a full fledged radio show that can be put on any number of types of radio stations uh, for not a salary, if you will, but uh, a, a, a barter situation. And that's a, we're not going to dive into what that means, but it's essentially just uh, radio stations give us commercial inventory yeah. in exchange for our show. Sure, sure. It's a more attractive proposition for, for radio stations at present when uh, they're dealing with, you know, their their budget shortfalls, et cetera. And what that does, I think that opens you up to a lot of new markets and places where you know, you may not have considered where you might be, um, might have been before. And so I want to go with that for a little bit. Um, now, you obviously have a very long story in, you know, the national hip hop scene. Um, but for folks who have not yet tuned into uh, not not just the show, let's talk about you personally. For folks who have not been exposed to bootleg cab just yet, um what are some of the things that you're known for in the in the industry? Um, I would say just uh, just I do a lot of interviews. Mm -hmm. um, I think like early on, um, you know, I built a lot of my relationships from kind of being like one of the first guys to interview a lot of dudes who ended up being, I guess, pillars of the hip hop community. Kendrick yeah. Lamar, Will, J. Cole, uh, you know, on and on. Um, so I would say I, I'm probably known for like at this point in time, like nationally, if you've probably heard of me, it's probably because you've seen uh, my interviews on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've been doing, you know, some sort of version of what I'm doing currently since probably like 07. Sure. Oh, uh, wait. Um, and then it really started to pick up when I moved to Las Vegas uh, in 2010. Because when I moved to Vegas, it was like peak blog era and hip hop and uh, being in that market at that time gave me uh, access to a ton of artists that I didn't have access to before. Um, and I kind of took advantage of that because at that time, during the blog era of hip hop, it was like, uh, it was it was just like a great era to be active in the hip hop community, to be honest. It's probably my favorite era ever, to be, to sure. be quite honest. 
Sure, sure. Um, and and one of the things that I know to be true about uh, your interviews in particular is that you've always been sort of a no holds barred type of interviewer, keeping it extra funky, keeping it keeping it real, as they say. And so, um, you know, that's another thing that at least I've kind of seen be consistent with, you know, your brand and your brand's growth is that people really do get fresh, authentic takes. You know, artists have to, you know, you might grill people a little bit, not grill them. They might not, might not be the best way of describing it, but, you know, you hold people to the fire, you ask tough questions. And these are questions that people don't get elsewhere. Have you found that to be true um, in terms of the response from your listeners of, of your interviews? Yeah, I think event like I think if you like sometimes I'll go back and see some of my old interviews and and um I feel like like maybe even like as recent as like four or five years ago, like I was just trying to kind of like do my best uh Charlemagne impression, if you will. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then kind of like it's not bad. <laughs> kind of like shock. And well, you know, because old school Charlemagne was like real shock jockey, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a bad, it's not a bad approach. Um but, you know, I think I've evolved over the years in terms of like there's I mean, look, you can watch an interview with me where I'm. Uh, we're like it's super lighthearted. We might be under the influence of any amount of substances. <laughs> Dude, the most recent one is uh, NBA Youngboy one. Not sure. to compare. Like there's a few people that did the interview mm-hmm. and you look at the comment sections on those videos and it's like some interviewers, they try to clickbait and they try to get that shot to go on all the blogs and the yeah. TMZ world. And in Kev's interviews, this is just not me. It's just just me being honest. Yeah, I'll, it's I'll authentic. Write. Yeah. But it's very authentic. He, he's not trying to chase clout. And I've, I've been in a room where artists will call up and be like, hey, can you take that part of the interview? No hesitation, Kev. For sure. No problem. And yeah. I, I respect that because I know other interviewers are going for that clip, just that one TikTok to blow up. And he's going for whole actual conversations. Yeah. My thing is like, uh, you know, I think maybe, like I said, maybe four or five, six years ago, you know, I probably would have, you know, been a little more... Um, into you know okay i know this is the i know this is the the messy question to ask that everybody's gonna gravitate towards but you know i feel like uh every artist uh you know unfortunately hip-hop is our our main artists are, are very hesitant to do a lot of interviews these days because because of that yeah. because um it, certain places you go like the interview really can only hurt you you know yeah because the part that gets uh that blows up is always the negative part you the know? part that makes you look bad yeah even the nba young boy interview i just did because we yeah. had such a dope conversation it was like 45 minutes long and it was showed a side of him that nobody has ever seen and um you know i found him to be like a really uh nice person like a really cool dude um and you know while we were talking he had said something about him not being not that being big on fatherhood yeah i see that that was wild and so like that was the part of the interview that like went crazy. And I didn't, you know, I didn't put that part out. Like I didn't label it that way. It's just what people grabbed and yeah. And and so, you know, that kind of stuff um is the unfortunately it's the parts of conversations that get highlighted and get the most publicity. Um I just my approach nowadays to interviewing is like one, the the relationship matters to me. Two, I want people to know if they're gonna come in my space, it's like a safe space. Sure. Like I'm not gonna I'm not going to try to do no gotcha questions or have people looking crazy. I'm not going to like put something out if you don't want it to be out. Got it. Got it. Um, 
So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with the interview thing now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. In my best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. We are here today with James Andre Jefferson Jr. and Bootleg Kev, the host of the nationally syndicated Bootleg Kev Show. So, James, um, now let's talk about the show specifically, not just the interviews, but the, the show. So, um, again, with this new partnership with Premier and being, you know, uh, on all these stations around the country, there's going to be a lot of new listeners. What can these listeners uh, expect from the Bootleg Kev show, a show they haven't heard yet? Just 100 percent. You're going to get us raw. We're going to talk about anything and everything. We're not scared. We're not being controlled because we're still independent. We're still 
we're, we're working with Premier. We're not working for Premier. Sure. We are not employees. So you're going to get us. We're going to talk the same S that we always talk. And it's just it's a real good show. It's, a lot, it's different. I'll tell you that. Okay. okay. So, so go with that. So it's different, but what makes it different from some of the more established um, hip hop radio shows? What, what makes bootleg Kev the better alternative for certain listeners? I, I, I think our dynamic and our chemistry is, is, is very funny because we have such a many years on the radio, right? Many, many years. Professionalism understands every ins and outs of the radio. And then you take me, a content creator, a comedian that doesn't know the professional side of radio. And I might sound like a listener when I'm on the radio. So they get the perspective of them on the show as long with the professional side. So they're like a part of the show. Because a lot of times he'd be talking about stuff. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also don't want to use the word better because I feel like the only show that is really... Uh in the hip hop syndicated space is the, the breakfast club. Sure. So I don't want the word better. Cause I don't think we're better than anybody. You know, where does us. So yeah, well, well different is probably a better word there. I I'd go with that. So um, let's do that. And I want to get your, your, both of you guys's take. Cause you know, here on the black information network, um, we deal with a lot of news-based content for our listeners. We deal with a lot of, um, you know, and, and there's a lot of people who tune in just to kind of get up to speed and then they, you know, go back to, you know, listen to the gospel or listen to their R&B station or their hip hop station or whatever it is that they do. Um, so I want just kind of from both of you, what, what is your take on the state of hip hop, um, today? Uh, let's start with you, James. Uh, yeah, I know I'm going to say it's trash right now. <laughs> Everybody's trying to taste them TikTok clips in one, one bar that sounds good for a bunch of people to go viral TikTok. And it's just, I think hip hop is turning to just so shocking and trying to shock everybody. I think the next wave is going to be every record label in the world trying to find a little black kid to, to say something ignorant on the album. And it's just, just going to keep getting more ratchet unless we correct it. Okay. 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 Kev, let's get your thoughts. Um, you know, I'm not as down on hip hop as he is. No, <laughs> uh, I'm listening to country recently. That's all right. Uh, now, I would just say, uh, I think hip hop is. I think it's, I don't think it's in a bad space. I think, um, unfortunately, I think artists aren't focusing as much on making like records. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So like, we're really missing uh, like those real marquee, like big records that we're used to getting from the genre. In terms of like content, uh, lyricism, you know, all that stuff exists out there. If you look hard enough, it might not exist on the surface if you're following, you know, a blog page or whatever. But like, you know, a guy like 21 Savage's new album is incredible. You know, like uh, there's so many dope artists that are still doing dope music. Um, I wouldn't say it's trash. It's just I, I feel like we are lacking. uh People aren't applying themselves when it comes to making records like they used to. Yeah. Uh, in, in terms, and when I say making records, I mean like, you know, like like a hit record. Like I don't know the last like super. I mean, Sexy Red is probably she's running it right now, you know. And uh, but like even like, you know, like Drake's album. A lot of those songs kind of just came and went. You know, First Person Shooter was dope with J Cole, but like. You know, like a rich baby daddy it has sexy red on it. So, but like, you know, like, uh, there's not like the God's plan on that album. There's yeah. not like, uh, you know, uh, if you just think back to like, even like Kanye, like a stronger or something like these big records, just, they're just not, 
really being made anymore except by you know the, i feel like the women are running hip-hop so i feel like sure. all of the women in music uh on the hip-hop side are taking the reins from the men and they're taking making records a lot more serious and um but i mean look there's a lot of positive stuff going on in hip-hop you just got to find it you know there's dope there's dope albums there's still people rapping about stuff that matters you just have to go out and find it like uh like you would back in the day going to the record store digging in the source magazine and reading reading. Sure. so it's the same thing it's just a different way to do it now um yeah. i mean i'm crazy about the last 12 months or so of music you know last year um last year was a cool there was a lot of music that dropped last year i enjoyed but it was also kind of like a very eh year for hip-hop so you know I, hopefully this year things pick up one of the things that um i kind of felt and you know now that i've kind of stepped away from a bona fide hip-hop space more into like I, I guess you would call it a talk space talk slash hip-hop space is that um you know in my estimation hip-hop has almost fully conformed and been uh influenced by social media rather than hip-hop influencing social media and social media conforming to to hip-hop culture and so um as a result, you get, uh, you know, as James mentioned, sort of these like bite-sized um, songs and records rather than what you were talking about, Kev, which is like really full records that are really meant, they, they can last in the cultural zeitgeist longer than, you know, their time in, in, the, in the spotlight where they hit number one this week and then next week they dropped to number 30. Um, right. And so uh, that's something that, that, you know, I guess now I'm a bit more of an outsider kind of looking in. But one of the things that um, I think is relevant here is that um, because, you know, I know I, you know, for for longtime listeners, you may know that Kevin and I actually we grew up together. And so when you're talking about checking out the source magazines, I literally was there with you or bringing them to your house. You know, and the records that you grew up with were in my CD book back in the day. And so yeah. um, these were all really um really uh classic legendary albums and and a, and a legendary time and and you know the kind of the slower pace of the source magazines the slower pace of album releases um it it kind of put more there was more intentionality there if, if i had to guess and so one of the things that i do appreciate about the bootleg kev show is that you're very very present in other words you still will give a look to the artist that you believe in that is, you know, that's bubbling, but may not have the national stage that a Jay-Z does. But right. you have not forgot about, you know, the Mac-10s. One of the Mac-10, you know, clips uh, surfaced in my algorithm not two, three days ago, where he was talking about whether or not he would continue to make music with um, Ice Cube in the future if the bag was right. And so I think the Bootleg Kev show uh, is not just now, it's kind of a, a broader view of what hip hop is, was, and, and could be, you know, we kind of alluded to that in the, in the beginning, uh, in the intro for this episode. And so, um, I, of course, am very proud of the both of you. Uh, and I'm a big fan of the bootleg Kev show, obviously. Um, so anybody that wants to check out your social media, make sure you check for my comments because I'm always sending the fire emojis and all that sort of stuff. But before we let you go, uh, if you have any final thoughts, please share them. And of course, I'd love to get your social media and website and so forth. James, let's start with you. 
Hey, we appreciate you. Appreciate the, the love, all the kind words that you said, man. We really do. Support um, is always something that we, we we value, and we appreciate that. And all the final thoughts is, I still think hip-hop's trash right now. I know y'all have a <laughs> nice about it, but I'm going to say what I'm saying. It's because you listen to Party Rock Anthem. He, I, said, I, I like that song. <laughs> that was my song in 2000. My song, too. I ain't mad at you. That song. But, uh, yeah, y'all can check out my socials. It's all at James Jefferson J. That's J-A-M-E-S, J-E-F-F-F-E-R-S-O-N-J. It's a lot. I know. I know. You'll, you'll find it, though. You should try to get, like, just J.J. I, no. Find find J, uh, J.J. Watt got that. Ch- does he? Yeah. He, oh, you checked in? Yeah, I checked in. Uh, yeah, you could just follow me, Blue Lake Kev, uh, on uh, all socials if you go uh, to... Uh, at Bootleg Kev on YouTube. You could check out all of our interviews. And um, the radio show is uh, probably in a city near you. Uh, you know, it's on at different times and different places, but we're on, um, you know, we're based in LA. So, uh, but the show runs everywhere. We're on a lot of places now uh, across the board. If you're in the Midwest, the South, the, the North. Uh, we coming to Africa next. That's what's going to happen. So go get it, man. We're not in Canada yet. Oh, well, that's next. Come on now. We're in Hawaii. We almost international. Honolulu. Go get it. All of it. All of it. All right. Well, thank you both very much uh, for your time today. And I, I, you know, continued success in everything that you're doing. I'm always here, whatever you need. I know that you're always there if I need you. And so we appreciate, um, again, we appreciate your time today on the Black Information Network. Once again, today's guests are James Andre Jefferson Jr. and Bootleg Kev, the host of the nationally syndicated bootleg cab show yes sir appreciate you brother this has been a production of the black information network today's show was produced by chris thompson have some thoughts you'd like to share use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app while you're there be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes i am your host ramses Ja on all social media and join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective right here on the black information network daily podcast this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.